the voice of the king. AM Inspirations. Assalamualaikum and welcome back to AM Inspirations. So now I have lined up for you a beautiful story. It's titled Stop Trying to Change Others But Change Yourself. So it's a little bit of a long story and I will try to read it as slowly as possible. Um, but do take heed of what I'm saying because it really is something that one could think about. It goes as follows. Brothers and sisters, each of us must accept that we can only change ourselves. That is the key to changing our situations in life. We can't control anyone else's feelings or actions. We cannot make anyone love us, treat us better, respect us or even when we deserve it. Accept us even when we are right. Befriend us even when we are sweet. Or believe us even when we are true. Dua is not a magic spell that allows you to control other human beings. Neither will Allah coerce anyone to love us or accept us. Of course he can, I mean he has the power over all things, but it is not his way. Allah created us with free will, the ability to choose our own paths in life. And he does not take away he does not take that away by controlling our emotions or compelling us down predetermined roads. Yes, everything is written, but that does not mean it's forced, only that the outcome is known to Allah in advance. I'm thinking specifically of people who imagine that there is some special dua that they can say to make someone love them or stop abusing them and treat them kindly instead. There is not, to my knowledge, and Allah knows best. And the same principle extends to all human interactions. Dua is not a charm or potion that you can use to control others. This is true, even in very important matters such as guiding people to the truth and bringing them to, to the worship of Allah. We can certainly pray for Allah to guide someone, but we must understand that Allah's guidance consists of showing clear signs no more. It's up to the individual to make the choice to believe or not. Allah does not force the outcome. And if there was any Quran by which the mountains would be removed or the earth would be broken apart or the dead would be made to speak, it would be this Quran. But to Allah belongs the affair entirely. Then have those who believe not accepted that had Allah willed, he would have guided the people, all of them. And that is in Surah 13, verse 31. In other words, Allah could certainly force everyone into submission, if He willed, or He, Allah, could manifest miraculous and powerful signs, such as the earth splitting or the dead speaking, and that would compel all human beings to submit in fear and awe. And as He said, if we willed, we could send down a sign from heaven to them, and then their necks would be lowered to it in sub subjection. And that is uh, Surah 26, verse 4. For that matter, Allah could have created us all in submission from the start, but He, Allah, chose not to. 
If Allah chose to leave such critical issues within the realm of our free will, vital issues such as acknowledging the truth of Allah's power, worshipping Him or serving false gods, following the prophets or rejecting them, and some even killed their prophets. And if He chose to leave these all-important issues within the realm of our agency and under the dominion of our discretion, do you think He is going to violate the principle of free will? in order to force your boyfriend or girlfriend to love you and come back to you? I'm sorry, but this is what it seems to come down to for some people. They actually speak of committing suicide if the boyfriend or girlfriend does not return, ignoring the fact that this relationship is Islamically unlawful in the first place. Then they want a dua that will force the object of their desire to fall in love as if a du'a is some kind of magic potion from a fairy tale. Nor is du'a going to force your husband to stop abusing you and become kind and loving. Nor will it change occupiers into happy campers so that they will quit their occupation or turn tyrants into hippies and wear flowers in their hair and open the political prisons. I'm not belittling these oppressive situations. They have haunted me for most of my life, and I consider myself a human rights activist. And I'm not saying that du'a is not effective against oppression. Actually, the Prophet, peace be upon him, has told us that du'a of the oppressed is one of those categories of du'a that is guaranteed a response. Narrated Abu Ma'bad that the Prophet said, And be afraid of the curse of an oppressed person because there is no screen between his invocation and Allah. And that is narrated in Sahih Bukhari. But the response is not going to be forcing someone else to change heart, or become loving, kind or peaceful. That is an artificial expectation, and it doesn't work that way. What then? Is it all hopeless? No, far from it. The hope does not lie in changing someone else. It lies in changing yourself. And that's the whole point. Your free will and power do not extend over others, but they do encompass yourself. When you make a sincere choice to change your own life, when you purge yourself of blind desire, bitterness, self-pity, addiction and sin, when you work at it like your life depends on it, and when you make sincere and pure dua to Allah, then Allah, Allah's help comes. New, new doors open. Maybe not the solutions that you thought you wanted, but something better. And those who struggle in our cause, we shall certainly guide them to our paths. For verily Allah is with those who do right. And that is Surah 29, verse 69. And you make better choices by Allah's will. You can, make better, you can make better choices, or at least different ones. You can wake up in the morning and be a better human being than what you were yesterday. You can strengthen your relationship with Allah. Pray at night, purify your spirit, exercise your body, Eat your veggies and healthy proteins. Study and work hard. 
Love your family like a steady summer breeze. Treat people with compassion. Help someone who is suffering. Speak the truth, even when it's not easy. And be a living example of taqwa. And yes, have fun too. And pursue, and pursue your dreams. Look within yourself to find your own God-given gifts, your own special treasure chest, and develop them. Bring something meaningful into the world. Be crazy if you have to. A good crazy, not a bad crazy. A shot of good craziness is sometimes exactly what the world needs. If you make these changes sincerely, expecting nothing, doing it all to please Allah and to be the best you that you can possibly be, you'll find the world changing around you in response. And yes, dua is an important part of this process, for dua is the essence of worship. But you won't need to plead with Allah to make someone else do something or be something, or feel something. Your du'as will focus on other things, healthy things, that have to do with your relationship with Allah, your struggle in His path, your destination in the Akhirah, relieving hardship in your life, helping your family and supporting the Ummah, and all who are oppressed and in need. You will have moved to a place of positively changed energy. Sorry, you will have moved to a place of positively charged energy, a place of health and vitality, and you will find that what you need in life will come to you like a cat to catnap. So that is my story for you today, inshallah. And I hope that it was something that one could really think about and, you know, focus sometimes on what is important. And I think it is a very important topic about, you know, really focusing on changing ourselves rather than changing somebody else. 